0: It's time for the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Grab your coffee, your Bible, a pen, and your journal. It's time to be encouraged. And now here are your hosts, Terry and Melissa. Good morning.
1: Good morning. How's everybody doing this morning?
0: Good morning and welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa Wright. I can't believe that countdown went so fast. I looked down, I received a text, and then all of a sudden we were in in like live mode.
1: That's funny because today I thought about our topics might be five uh, things to help us avoid with distractions, and that was at the top of the list, text messages and all that. stuff. So, but that's not what we're here for today. Is
0: that crazy? Yeah, uh, we're
1: here today to encourage you. In fact, today on episode number 82, we're going to be talking about five things you should do every day. Uh, Melissa's going to have the word for your day today, the Wheel of History. We're going to try to get to that. Uh, we've been trying for a few episodes, and the Lord just has <laughs> other plans. But it will be a 1980s edition if we get to that, because we are in episode 82.
0: 82. Yes, uh- and
1: we're going to make time for your prayer requests, so be sure and post those over in the sidebar for us as well. We'll have lots more. Thanks for tuning in to the Good Morning Show.
0: Yep, you changed my script again, but... Um let me just see if I can figure it out because now the names are disconnected from this from this statement. That's let,
1: one whole big old whole box. Uh,
0: okay, if it's that'll, too big, yeah, you that'll want mess up a girl. Hey. No, can we go back to the text that you had last on last episode because then I can see it better. Absolutely, welcome everybody, so, and let's get to what. Yeah, they're having let me today. just tell you. Let me tell you as I look at the chat bar, I love it when you chat because when you guys come in and out of the social media rooms, we're on multiple platforms at one time. We're on YouTube Live. We're on Facebook Live. We're on Twitter. We're on podcasting. And so, what happens is we can't see you when you've entered a room, but when you type in your chat box, then we know it's time to give you a shout out. We'd love to know where you're tuning in from this morning, and we'd love to know the question that matters so much to us what is in your cup? That's right. We care about what you're drinking. We hope you're drinking coffee, and we love to know all the details about your coffee. But if you're not drinking coffee, we still very much care. We're drinking coffee. That's so right. So let's jump over to the chat box this morning and welcome everybody with a great big personal shout out. Hey, 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 Pastor Scott Cooksey, good morning from Glens Fort, Kentucky. Did you see me get that right? I love you, Pastor Scott. So glad you're in the house good this to see morning. Buddy. Janice Farnsworth from Spring, Texas, AKA Houston. So glad you're here, Janice Destiny from Fort Worth in Dallas area. Good morning to you, fam. Good morning, Destiny. And also, Dustin May. On his break from work, he's tuning in, and he says, blessings. He's got Highlander grog in his cup, and he's looking That's forward good. to a God-filled day. Amen. We bless you, brother. <laughs> Pastor Roger Randall, leave her font alone. Thank you, Roger. I appreciate that. He is always upgrading and changing things for the better, but I'm, I'm a little slower than he is when it comes to some of the changes. Good Have morning, been- MK, from Shelbyville, just down the street. She's having an iced decaf starbucks pike place coffee with oat milk hey hey, hey. that sounds delicious say that fast three times janice says she has a bottle of naked blue machine janice I'm not sure. What in the world? What is that? Does that mean like naked juice? Because you know, those are like organic. Most likely, Okay. that's probably what
1: she's got, yeah.
0: All right. Dustin says he has a brother that had an X-ray and they saw some spots they did not like. He's having more evasive tests done this week to find out if it's cancer or not. He's believing already that God is gonna make short of all this and will bring a great testimony. So God, right now we're believing with Dustin that his brother's spots are a blip in the X-ray and there's no cancer in that body In Jesus' name, I thank you, Father, for healing his brother wholly in his body and in his spirit. God, would you be the God of his life and would he be your son? Lord, with the testimony of salvation in Jesus, Father, I pray you touch every part of this man. We're believing and agreeing with. In faith, in Jesus' name.
1: His name, his brother's name is Doug.
0: Thank you. Thank you for seeing that. Pastor Ruth Morgan from Morgantown, Kentucky. Good morning. She's just drinking black coffee. Hey, 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 same sister. And Pastor Scott is drinking Michigan cherry, our all-time favorite, with vanilla caramel in his vanilla caramel (laughs) creamer, creamer in his cup. Destiny had a free Starbucks reward, so she has an iced chai with vanilla. Hey, we love chai, so that's great. Um, Janice says I'm on point with her naked drink. <laughs> good. Hey, Master Pastor Yoda. I good miss 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 you. Good morning. He's drinking Starbucks oat milk vanilla latte. That's, a change ben up. Hill. That's good. No, he switched since our twenty one day fast. Yeah. Pastor Roger's drinking Kroger medium roast. And Lynn's in the house. Good morning from Oklahoma City. She just woke up. She's headed to the coffee pot now. She's going to grind some French caramel creme from the roastery. Missed the intercession call. Had tornadoes at work last night. Holy mm. cow. Nothing will shut you down faster uh, than Oh that. my goodness. Oh <laughs> my goodness. Uh, Pastor Rick Grable's morning, in buddy. and he's drinking sweet tea. As Judy Sally says, the nectar of the South. Yeah. Hey, welcome everybody. We see our numbers ticking up. We love you. We bless you. We are so glad that you joined us this morning and I got I want you to know that we do not have a show without you as a matter of fact it would be really dull and boring if it was just Terry and I and left to our own devices after about five or ten minutes we might start talking all together so I can't tell you how happy I am that you have joined us not that talking to you is bad my love
1: No, no, I totally enjoy it. Okay. I enjoy being with all all of you because uh, it just really makes things a whole lot better. We enjoy
0: the fellowship in the body so, so much. Hey, what are you drinking this morning, babe?
1: I have a very special, very special Bones coffee. You know, we talked on episode 81 about our Bones order that had come in. We had all the sample packs and we had like seven coffees come in in one day. Uh, Lynn sent her coffee out from the roastery and we had to. uh, Yeah, and uh, all the other stuff. And so in this one, Today, before we talk about Saturday's episode, we're having Bananas Foster.
0: Bones Coffee, Bananas Foster is the flavor. And if you think how weird, let me tell you how good. Okay, sorry Terry. I did not mean to, I apologize. It's okay. All right, so I think I got it. Okay, so this is Bones Coffee. We love Bones Coffee. It is the bomb. And they have a lot of different flavors and seasonal flavors and all kinds of stuff. We picked bananas foster. Terry picked this in our sample pack. I want to talk to you about this. I was skeptical. First of all, not all fruit goes with coffee. It just does not. And I did not think that this was gonna be good because I was concerned that bananas and coffee are not a good mix. But when I grind the beans this morning, they were smelling really great. When it was brewing, the smell really captured my attention. And I smelled it really big before I took my first drink. And this surprisingly is terrific. It is really good. The banana and the coffee flavor are perfect together. And Bones Coffee Company, well done. I'm very surprised that I like this. Now, here's the caveat. If you don't like bananas, this is not for you. It is not an overpowering banana flavor, but you can smell it and you can taste it. My girls, our girls, have some issue with banana, and so probably not for them, okay? they like
1: the smell of it. um, She said it smelled really good. Oh,
0: good. I'm glad she did. Yeah. But definitely, if you're not a banana, you know, a fan of banana, probably not the coffee for you, okay? And Bones has so many other flavors, you won't miss out, but... I am very surprised that I do enjoy this particular flavor. Um, I like banana okay, but I'm not going to say it's like my fave, right?
1: I think I got the last cup of of, uh, Bananas Foster out of the the pot. Did you drink the rest of it? Mm, uh, Just about. There's just a tiny little bit left in the bottom.
0: Okay, so this is going to get four and a half strong, full four and a half cups on my ranking system it is smooth it's a great flavor the blend is wonderful but it is a very stark flavor in the way that if you don't like uh, coffee and you don't like bananas this is not for you how about that <laughs> oh yeah i want to talk to you a little bit about just,
1: dustin's leaving just before you oh love you here. brother thank See you buddy. so Thanks so much
0: be lord be glorified in dustin's life today um so let me just say this also, um, because we right now have so many flavors um, in the house, and that's legitimate. Um, and our kids, our grown kids, were here this weekend. Our our uh, grandson Jed was dedicated, so we had lots of activity this weekend. Um, my son-in-law is a coffee fan, and so I let him choose the flavors that we made this weekend, and he picked Kansas City's Victory Roast from the rotisserie and the roastery, excuse me, in Kansas City. And you guys, it is so delicious it's a medium roast it is so smooth what a fresh flavor very good coffee we drank that yesterday sunday's coffee was kansas city roast lynn thank you so much that easily gets five full cups five full cups on the ranking on the kansas city champ blend victory blend roast from the roastery
1: it was really good very smooth very
0: smooth very good good morning martina from Albany, Kentucky, Southern Kentucky. We love you. We bless you. By the way, guys, if you want to check out your own Bones coffee flavors, you can sure pick your own five-pack sample pack. Just go to uh, thegoodmorningshow.tv and link through our website the bones coffee company and what you can do is put in a code TGM show TV and get 20% off your first order you can order grind ground coffee grounds or beans or K-cups if you order K-cups the sample pack is picked for you but if you get grounds or beans you can pick your five flavors and do pick your five flavors because we absolutely have picked the five best flavors we've ever had we are loving bones coffee There's a few that are icky. Other, other than that man if you want to know what to stay away from i'll tell you but if you want to know what we love there's some great flavors how about that
1: yeah pastor roger said they saw jesus revolution this weekend the movie about uh chuck smith wait. and 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 lonnie is uh, it date
0: is it date week are you going to take yeah, me on a date i'd love I really to really want to go see that and
1: yeah, lonnie frisbee yeah and uh greg laurie yes and so so uh we've heard great things about it and so uh we roger can't we can't wait to go see that Thank That'll you. be awesome
0: what he said incredible that's that's a big statement from roger he's a Laid back guy. So when he uses the word incredible, I don't know. He's kind of like me.
1: When he gets excitable about something, there's no stopping him. That's funny. Bobby Patton,
0: good morning. Morning, Uh, Love you and bless you, brother. Okay. So as you guys are coming in and out, we just want to welcome you. Also, don't forget to type in your chat box. Let us know where you're tuning in from, what you're drinking, what's in your cup.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you missed episode uh, number 81, that was on Saturday morning. That was our Saturday morning fun. It actually turned into, are you ready for war? Because Melissa brought five tips for defeating a spiritual attack. And based on that, I just, we ran with second Corinthians 10, four and, and, uh, just all the way through on how to, uh, really uh, take on, on an offensive, uh, when you're being attacked in that way. So you might want to go back and check that out. uh, The word from your day, 2 Corinthians 10. Uh, We talked about growing up in the 80s, some of the TV shows and fun stuff uh, for that time because we are, this is like an 80s, I don't know, it'll be like a three-week period approximately where we're in the show that are labeled in the uh, 80s numbers. And we had our first, um, our new Bones order came in with with Cookies and Dreams was our favorite on that day. And then, uh, let's see, we also featured our Fast 15 video. If you haven't watched our Fast 15, go to our YouTube channel you can find the link to that on our website the where you'll also find out about episode 81 and all of our previous episodes whether you watch them on the videos page or check out the blog for links videos audio podcast all that all in one blog episode
0: Wow, it was a good episode. Um, Jesus is Jesus is really making Himself known. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Also, um, let's just let's just address this first of all. Janice, who is Janice, is our longtime friend, dear sister. We love her so much. We have got to spend some of the most incredible days of our life in Israel with her, and we've had some really special moments waiting on the Lord together in prayer, weeping together, repenting together. Janice is very dear to us. But Janice doesn't drink coffee. Janice doesn't like coffee, but something changed in Janice. She said her coworker just got back from Indonesia, which is her homeland. She brought her Kopi Baris Ombek coffee. She's not sure the flavor, cause it's not written in English. Now check this out. Uh, Janice says, "I'm going to try it. Pray for me." I'm praying that you awesome. you find a love of coffee, Janice.
1: Yeah, and, and, and wouldn't it be wild that it's an international brand that that brings you around to this? I mean, you like the you like living on the edge, so Janice I have a is feeling brave, you're gonna like but, this. Yeah, she
0: is brave. She'll do anything. I'm <laughs> yeah. so she is yeah. so brave. Okay, so Ruth Morgan's looking forward to seeing the Jesus Revolution, and Martina said she wants to let us know that a couple of weeks ago I asked for prayer for. Revival. We've been having revival. We are going on our fourth night. It has not been planned. The Lord is just leading it. We've had people from all over come and be delivered. Chains have been broken. The Lord is manifesting in the revival center. And it just has a sweet aroma going right now to where people are just so hungry and thirsty for the living word and the water that He is providing. Now, all I can say is that I'm all in. Hallelujah. Martina, bless you, Lord, for revival. Lord, we're seeing revival break out everywhere. Lord, we're no longer praying for revival. Now we want to steward it well. So, Lord, I pray that you would help these down here in Southern Kentucky steward this revival move well of your spirit. We thank you. We glorify you. Would you be edified in this move? We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Lynn said That's such a good because report. they
0: went through tornadoes last night at their... Walmart that they had to take emergency um, steps and the manager was worried it was a scary night but Lynn had an opportunity to speak Jesus over so many people thank you Jesus and thank you Lynn for an opportunity Lord for your name to be glorified in the midst of of a scary time okay Bobby says they're going tomorrow to see Jesus, Jesus Revolution and to lunch for their date night yeah. hey 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 right. uh, Roger Randall says he's
1: Coffee is Christian joy juice. It
0: is, Roger. (laughs) I love that. All right. Okay. Um Martina said the last four Saturdays they've had 26 get baptized. Wow. Amen. Bobby said, Praise so the good. Lord. Praise the Lord indeed. Well, <laughs> you guys here in the district of Kentucky, we are starting our um prayer night watch nights on Friday nights, and we're gonna be moving all over the state, going to different houses and different houses of prayer, and meeting together in worship and prayer and exhortation and just asking the Lord to come move. And so we are too moving with the winds of Revival as a district and then of course at River City Hope it's always Revival I think. Yeah. So you guys were excited about Revival too. I hope you guys if you're anywhere near can join us and if you want more information on our district prayer summit across Kentucky just let me know. Uh, Martina we are scheduled right now in Somerset um, if this keeps going we will probably likely be in Albany area. I'm not actually the boss of this thing. I'm not scheduling it. I'm just rolling with it.
1: Yeah and the schedule is on the, the front page of kynaz.com. For K-Y Kentucky K-Y-N-A-Z dot That's
0: good. Yep. That's good. You guys are chatty this morning. I love it.
1: Janice said their service went until 2 o'clock again yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good.
0: Oh, Jesus be glorified. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny because we don't think about how other countries worship. And, you know, in a lot of these other places, I mean, they'll go all day into the evening. In fact, they come prepared for supper, you know. Wow. it's like. Just, uh, it's really good. Look, so. there's
0: your buddy Larry. Hey, Larry. Larry Buckby says he and his wife went to the Jesus Revolution over the weekend. Awesome movie, full theater. Everyone broke out in applause at the end. That's so good. Uh, hallelujah that's maybe we'll awesome. see some altar calls right yeah. in the movie
1: theater. Oh, that'd be awesome
0: well i'm an evangelist at heart you know i believe every opportunity <laughs> is an
1: opportunity for an altar call yeah 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 that's good bye
0: us, is janice
1: yeah yeah
0: what's going on I with your know. dog over there i don't there? know
1: he just wants some attention i guess Aww, he just, wants to
0: be on the good morning he just show he says
1: i just need some loving that's all oh yeah
0: sometimes we all need that
1: yeah on this uh this weekend we you mentioned the kids came down taylor and colin and asher came from uh, columbus ohio down down so we could celebrate little baby Jed's dedication on Sunday morning. It was awesome. Pastor David Dorn did an awesome job on uh, the service and uh, the ceremony. Brett uh, and... and. Uh Neil and all the others who contributed the worship team I mean just it was just made it a very special day and it was so awesome to be able he to was. be a part of that and to watch that little that little dude just he tried to grab Pastor David's uh, microphone and it ended up putting la- it in his mouth mic. oh yeah it was so good he's not
0: he's, that little by the he's way he's gonna be a preacher he's I'm awesome. sure. <laughs> Scott says what's Jesus Revolution Jesus Revolution is a movie that has just been released this weekend Pastor Scott and it is about the movement the Jesus movement in the 70s and with like Lonnie Frisbee, Pastor Greg Laurie, um, what's the other guy? Pastor Chuck Smith. Chuck Smith. And what happened in the midst of, you know, the freedom hippie movement of the 70s, how Jesus broke out. Come on, it's exciting. Um, And so some of us who are not like, I am a child of the 80s. So I can't say that I was there and I lived it because I wasn't. I've heard a little bit about it, but I think this is great information for us. Um, And so that's what it is. Did yeah. I do? Did I do it? Kelsey justice? Grammer
1: was cast in the lead role for pay, playing Pastor Chuck Smith. And I know you look at an actor and you're like, "Oh, that's Fraser," or "Oh, that uh, that's whatever," you know. But uh, from what I've seen, it, it's really. They believable. said he did a really
0: good job. Yeah, because
1: because I, I remember what Pastor Chuck Smith looked like, and I've even seen comparable comparison shots. And I mean, it's just pretty re- pretty well cast. Uh, the guy who plays Jesus in The Chosen plays Lonnie Frisbee, the hippie guy that goes to, and it's it's funny seeing him, hearing him without his, his Jesus accent, for the lack of a better word to say. Um, but he does such a great job. I think that, uh, I, I can't remember his name right now, but uh, he's Jonathan somebody, I think. Um, Remy. But, uh, yeah, John, Jonathan Remy, I think is his name. And uh, just a, an awesome job. So it might be something to go check out, man. I think definitely all believers should Tune into that and well, be yeah, inspired.
0: I, also, I think it's important that we um, support support Christian mm-hmm. film and 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 positive. Anything that uplifts Jesus, we need to be those that are backing that and showing up and, you know, making a statement.
1: Yeah. Well, and Roger says that it features the music of love song. Uh, There were a lot of 70s, 60s and 70s Christian groups right on the cusp of all that that gave us really the basic foundation for what we have now today as contemporary Christian music paved the way they were the the generation that started it. And so that I think is another key thing that makes it important for us to kind of know where everything kind of came from, you know? So Larry also said that uh, two actors from The Chosen are in this movie and that um, uh, skipping topics here, uh, Janice is saying that baby Jed is a handsome young man. So that'll clear it all up. Well,
0: I didn't have any much to do with that or anything, but um, he is, he is a really handsome dude. And so we were really excited yesterday and it was really special for Terry and I to have both of our grandbabies together. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. And the
0: third who's almost here, she'll be here, make her appearance in March, her grand debut. (laughs) Um, So she was there in womb. But it was great to have our family together. We don't have we don't have an opportunity to spend as much time all of us together as we'd like, and so it was really special. And it was great to celebrate Jed. And I'm happy that we got to do it at Lafayette at Lexington. It was a good service. Tammy York. Good morning, Tammy. Bless you. So glad that you've joined us this morning. God is good, sister. We agree. Amen.
1: Amen. Hey,
0: by the way, if you're just tuning in, you're wondering what in the world you have just hit upon. This is the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa Wright. Can I? tell you why we do what we do well there's some debate about it but truthfully we're doing this show because we want to love you and we want to encourage you and we want to share the word of god and we want to let you know how much jesus loves you and that you matter so much to him we want to pray with you and pray for you and we basically want to be a positive voice for the kingdom of god in a world and a culture that's dark and kind of not so great right now so that's really what we're doing that's our whole purpose By the way, we are not undercover. We have no shame. We are not hiding the fact that we're all about Jesus. So it's the truth. It's who he is. It's who we are. That's why we're here. Yeah. Judy Sally, good morning. Judy, what are you drinking? Sweet tea? Got sweet tea in your cup this morning, Judy?
1: Yep, Janice is saying it's gonna be like March in two days. Can you believe that? It's crazy. It's already here. I know. Uh, as we were looking ahead to uh Thursday, Thursday night live, we're gonna be having our, our next episode, and that's gonna be episode number eighty three. Can you believe it?
0: we're in the eighties? Yeah.
1: Eighty three was a really good year for music. I remember pop and rock music. It's it's defined as one of the more iconic uh of the decade of the eighties. Yeah. Nineteen eighty three is so who knows? Maybe we're we'll we we have not really had a good that.
0: chance to talk about the eighties since we hit eighty. 80, episode number 80, mostly because the Lord has just overtook our live stream and we totally let him do it. He's the leader. He's the yeah, boss. Yeah. We acquiesce to him. Yeah. And so we've sort of been having revival on the Good Morning Show. Hey, it's kind of amazing. I think so. so
1: Judy says she's dry as toast.
0: <laughs> she has a special way of saying everything that tickles my funny bone. <laughs> I love that.
1: Yeah. Hey, let's do a mugshot real quick. Oh. These are these are for the website more than okay. anything. Uh, let's see. Got Come my, my way. Morning. Monday morning, see the good mug here. You got your home sweet home up top. Three, two, one. That's good. Well, that's I held good. my breath. Yeah. yeah. And they, you know, they say that's a tip, like when you're taking a picture, that if you want to hold the camera more steady to take a deep breath and hold your breath right before you go to take the picture. Yeah. Yep. It helps center everything and keep everything more calm, I guess. I, I don't know. Something like mm-hmm. that, you know? so uh let's uh let's talk a little bit here about the five things that you should do every day make a little little shift here for a moment okay. and then we'll go back to see uh see what's going on in the chat box You need, over like here. any
0: pivot music or are you good
1: Hot? no we're good i think what's pivot awesome. music
0: i don't know i just made it up you said shift <laughs> so you know i was thinking tick 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 tick. <laughs>
1: all right all right so five things you should do every day of course these are just uh, suggestions because there are obviously more than these five that you should probably do every day like they say, and this is not on the but they say, like, brush make, your teeth, yeah, making your bed. You know, once you've done that, you've it helps to set off success for the day, and just little things like that. But these are more, uh, just kind of give us some idea for a basic or foundation of improvement, uh, in our daily lives as well. Not just the things that we should be doing, that I know the list says you should be, uh, but, um, huh, that's that's it. well. Oh, it's a good Judy tip. For- said,
0: Judy said it's hold your breath, not when you're taking a picture, but also oh, when you're about to pull the trigger see? on your gun. And see? Roger says that's a good tip for shooting anything, Terry. There you go.
1: <laughs> I, see, I, I, I uh, I'm glad to have it.
0: I'm tickled this Hey Larry, morning.
1: good to see you on here, buddy. Hey, we need to talk you. again soon, all right? Bless you. Uh, let's see. Okay, so five things. Because greatness often comes because of a good daily routine. It's been it's been proven. Uh, you don't run a marathon in just one day, right? You do some training, you build up to it, you have a discipline that you need to do. Uh, business empires are not built in a day in most cases. Uh, most of our goals are, are more of a long commitment, right? They need daily attention and daily intention. In other words, we can't just put them on a wish list and they'll just happen for us. We have to actually do something. So here's five things, five suggestions for things you should do every day for our spiritual, physical, and mental health and overall well-being and success for your life's journey. How about that? All right. Number one on our list. You already know what it's going to be. Prayer. Pray. Everything starts with prayer first off it decreases stress right when we we focus our our attention on the lord instead of everything going on in the world i mean it'll release that anxiety and stress if you're feeling any, any worry all those kinds of things it helps with that i'm making a mess with my coffee it improves concentration focus confidence mood and the first part of your day if you do that the rest of it is going to fall into place we've said that before uh, but it's an intentional activity that makes everything else come together all right you're right yep number two you know i put so much creamer in my coffee it's not hot (laughs) number two i mean who's ever been burnt by coffee creamer come on no not creamer number two because i got a little bit of coffee in there too number two be active all right we are way too inactive as a society most most generally uh we sit at school we sit at work we sit now in the, in the car when we're going places and doing different things and we come home tired and then we sit on the couch or in front of a computer or whatever it may be and so we just have to um, kind of be intentional about getting out and doing something uh, the other thing that it's talking about is uh to uh, average of 9.3 hours a day we sit Yeah, with everything combined. Wow. Think about that. That's more than some people sleep. That's crazy. I mean, if you're sleeping less than eight hours a night, you're sitting way more than you You know I sleeping. struggle
0: with this because yeah. of, of our job and yeah. our lifestyle, and I don't like it. Yeah.
1: Some studies have shown that sitting six to eight hours by itself is more harmful than smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. Oh, my stars. Yeah. So it cuts years off of our life. Uh, it's hard to reverse the damage. And uh, it's just a, maybe a thing of just working out for 10 minutes a day, like going for a walk or being intentional. That focus break thing we talked about, going yeah. outside and walking around the house or the yeah. yard or whatever. Whatever. Those things help. They, every little bit counts, okay? The third thing on the list of things that we should do every day is invest in others, all right? See the gold. As, as my cup says, see the good, right? It's going to come into focus here. See the good. It's recognizing something about someone and encouraging them, something something positive about them. Uh, maybe you're sending a text or an email or a letter or a card to show them your appreciation, just to show them you care, just a, just because I care kind of a, a mention, you know? Build somebody up. It's easy to tear people down. A lot harder to build people up, but it should be natural for us because the word tells us we should be encouragers. Amen. Amen. All right. So, so far on the list, we've got uh, prayer, to be active, invest in others. The number four thing on the list of five things that we should try to do every day is to plan and think about our day, about our week, about our month, right? Ten minutes a day is all it could really take. You could schedule your time to plan so that you don't miss it with everything else that's going on. Uh, You can do problem solving and then write it down to get it done. Right. Task lists. We've talked about those kind of things. Uh, We can plan dinners for the week. Maybe. Maybe that's something you need to do. Upcoming special events so you don't miss that birthday or other uh, family uh, occasion. Uh, Holidays. Meetings. Maybe you have coming up an appointment with somebody or maybe it's to get the dogs to go get their hair cut or whatever, you know. And at the end of the day, then you can recap and take a look at the list and then write down three things that you would like to accomplish for tomorrow before you go to bed. So you've, sum- you've already summarized and you've already set, a set in motion for the next day. Three things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Love my wife. Love my kids. You know, I mean, just make you it You got to write things. that down? No, but it, it helps when you, I just use an example to say something simple as that that you may or may not need to be reminded of helps you feel like, okay, I've succeeded at something today and I've already got things in motion for tomorrow. Number five on the list journal. I heard you talking about journaling this morning in your um, Monday morning intercessors call, your weekly call. Uh, You just recognize something from each day that you're grateful for, right? Think about this. It's something that made you happy. It's something somebody said. Maybe it's something you accomplished, something funny that happened, right? Little memories, little things like that, because it helps you look back at things later and say, "Oh, I actually did something today. It also helps you track your progress if you're keeping track of goals and things like that. Helps you to see how you've been spending your day. And it also provides us with motivation when things are slow. Maybe we're waiting on answers to prayer or maybe we're waiting to see God move, but we can see his faithfulness. When we remember how he's been at work and he promised us something, and then all of a sudden you see it happen, write that down. And then just thank him for being faithful. That's how journaling can really help us. And I know this is a good one for you as well. You like.
0: Amen. That's a good list. Yep. But you know, Pastor Scott said if he gets up and makes a bed, there'd be a conflict in his home because... When he gets up, his wife is still in the bed. (laughs) Please don't cause... Do not let the top five list cause conflict, okay? (laughs)
1: That's awesome. Judy says
0: that smoking is an addiction. How do you break the sitting addiction? Well, um, we call them focus breaks. And we also have to maybe just recognize that the inactivity is as unhealthy.
1: Yeah. You know, the focus break thing that I mentioned several episodes ago was I actually set a timer and it tells me focus break. In other words, get up, get to moving, go walk around, go do something that you're yeah. not, and then come back with a clear mind as to what you're going to be doing. And when you're doing that, try not to think about what you're coming back to because it's going to be there waiting for you. Just go praise the Lord, walk around for a, a you know a minute or, or two, uh, take care of some things, maybe you know start the wash or whatever it is that you got sitting there waiting for you.
0: Roger Randall wants to know if activity counts as riding a bike, he means a Harley. <laughs> hey,
1: I it do. Does. I it do think it counts. Because it's fresh air, gets you out amongst people. Well, and, and you uh, also you an engage
0: your core muscles to hold that thing up. Yes, so.
1: yes. And, and it gives you an opportunity to engage in creation.
0: Bobby Patton says, journaling helps him see where God has moved in his life. Amen, Amen. Bobby. That's so good. Yeah, that's it so is. true. Amen. It is. Really good stuff, guys. Yep,
1: yep. See, so miss anything else? I don't think so. I think we yeah. got it. Mostly Roger covered. and I agree. The way he likes coffee, mostly creamer. Yeah, I like a little <laughs> coffee in my creamer too.
0: Janice says, even if you start with Jesus, ten steps and build from there. Just, just,
1: just ten steps.
0: Just ten steps and build from there. Mm-hmm. Love it. It's good. You guys are smart. You guys are full of wisdom. <laughs> godly wisdom yeah
1: and like i said this is just something to kind of get you started it's not a hey uh, end all be all five because right, you, you know?
0: didn't have brush your teeth in there which is yeah. a really yeah. big thing for me yeah scott also. says he's
1: got a, a fitbit built-in timer that vibrates and reminds him to make 250 steps to stretch
0: yeah that's so good yeah, I turned off all my alerts that were telling me to get up and breathe and all those things, and I really probably yeah, shouldn't yeah. have. It was yeah. just aggravating me, yeah. making me feel bad about stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lynn also says that journaling helps her keep track of her dreams and visions. And yeah, that's so good. That is so good. How about a little word for the day? You feeling that? I am. Yeah? Yeah.
0: The word for your day today comes from Matthew chapter 22. And you guys have heard this before, and it just absolutely is so critical. It bears repeating that in Matthew 22, Jesus said himself, chapter 22, 36 through 39. 36 through 40. How about that? Matthew twenty two thirty six through 40. This is the word of the Lord. Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? They asked Jesus. And Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend the whole law and the prophets. And so jesus boiled down the entirety of the word of god to these two commandments and it seems so simple that that just possibly I mean, it doesn't even seem possible, right? It just doesn't seem like it could happen with just two things. But when you look at the substance of the kind of love that Jesus is talking about here, you can see how everything is wrapped up in these two commandments. First and foremost, we are called to love the Lord our God, not with just a little bit of love like what you can spare, but literally with all of our heart and with all of our mind and with all of our soul and with all of our who we are. What does that mean? I personally believe that we don't know how to love correctly until we have received the love of Christ. I think that any love that comes, gives, is given, is received outside of knowing Jesus is love that has an agenda like, you know, brotherly love or, um, you know, romantic love. It it expects something in return. Um, when we're, when we're not in relationship with Jesus, but we are in relationship with someone else, we often say, I love you very much expecting for them to love us back and to say it. But the love of Christ is something different. It's called agape love, which is this all consuming, very selfless love that is given without any expectation of anything in return when we begin to receive that kind of fatherly love, that kind of agape love from the Lord, it enables us to love correctly. And so when Jesus calls us to love the Lord our God with all of our spirit, our our soul, our mind, our heart, what he's saying is to love him above all else in everything that we are with his kind of agape love. Lavishing with everything without expecting anything in return, right? The word also tells us that if you love me, Jesus says, you will obey my commandments. And so, one of the ways that we have to love God with this all consuming love is not just with our words, it's got to follow up with our actions, our deeds, our motives. We can say we love God, but if we are not obeying his precepts, that's his word. If we're not obeying the Bible, the word of God, What we're doing is saying we love God in lip service only, and no one is interested in that. No one wants to be loved with words. We want to be loved with action. We want to be loved in deed. We want to be loved in the deepest part of who someone is, and that's what God is asking of us. So that statement alone is much bigger than one sentence. Do we understand this kind of all-consuming agape love the Lord lavishes upon us, And asks us to love him back with that. And then Jesus says, and then turn and love your neighbor like this to love your neighbor with this all-consuming agape love that doesn't expect anything in return. We don't say I love you so that you'll do something for me. We love with the love of Christ. We see people through the eyes of Jesus. We see people through the eyes of heaven, and it changes our perspective. It's a lavished love, meaning we give all, and we see the good. Terry said, see the golden people and call it out. That's exactly right. We love enough to be a people of truth. Come on. We can't love people and lie to them. That's not love. Okay. We also can't be a people that love and then dishonor. Right? So these two things are so much bigger than these two statements. Jesus really knew what he was saying when he said the entirety of the law and the prophets. What does that mean? All the Old Testament laws, all 616 laws, all the prophets, everything the prophecy has foretold, everything. And the word consists of this two important things to love the Lord with everything you are and to love your neighbor as you love yourself, as you love God with everything you are. And if we live from that place, our motives are pure. Our intentions are correct. If we say or do everything in light of this kind of love, we can't possibly be a hurtful people or an unforgiving people or a hateful people or a critical people. Come on, we can't be a people outside of the Lord's will if we love with this kind of love and so it is so deep it's the it's the thing the purpose that drives us it's the motive within us it's the intention of everything in our heart to love with this kind of all-consuming love that we first receive from the father and then we give back to him and then we give to everyone around us and this is such a critical message that everything hinges on this point so here's an example we were in Seattle. We were doing revivals. We were there for se- in the Seattle area for seven weeks doing revivals all over. And one of the things that I saw, we took the opportunity to go to a Seattle Mariners baseball game. And there was a man, two men, with signs that talk about the hate of God and the justice of God. And he had one of those megaphones. And it was blasting this spitting hateful message that a God of judgment is going to basically wipe out everyone. And I was so broken and burdened by what I was hearing because I know that my God is a God of love. I know that Jesus is a God of love. I know what he said when he said how we are to love him, how he loves us and how we're to love each other. And I don't think that a lot of people come to a relationship with the Lord because somebody bullied them into it. I don't think people come to a relationship with the Lord because somebody criticized them to it. I think people come to the Lord because of the love in the Holy Spirit that draws them. Because of the love that happens when we build relationship and trust, and we begin to share the goodness of God and the transforming power of Jesus. And so I was really burdened by this. And I approached this man, probably not the smartest thing I've ever done, but I approached this man and I said, You know, my God, your God, is a God of love. And he loves deeply, he's not a God of hate. And he said, our God is a God of, of justice and he hates people and he hates their sin. And I said, well, he does hate sin, but he does not hate people. There, there is a difference. And he's very pointed in how he feels about sin, but he is very, very obvious about how he feels about people. We serve a God of love. And that man did not receive my message and I did not receive his. I didn't dishonor him. I want you to know that I didn't dishonor him. My heart was heavy and I was burdened, but I will tell you, we have to be so careful to make sure that we do not misrepresent Jesus. We are his ambassadors. We are citizens of heaven. We need to represent heaven and Christ. Well, we need to represent by representing the love of God. And that friends is what we want to pray into today. Lord, we do this show because we love, we love you and we love people. Lord, we don't just love the people that know you. We love people that don't know you. We want to love everyone and see them the way you love them and the way you see them. So Lord, I pray that you would soften all of our hearts right now. Every person on this uh, live stream, every person listening to this podcast, that we would be a people of love, all-consuming agape love, that we would first receive your love and then give love back to you and to others. Lord, I pray that you would help us in this endeavor to be motivated, that in everything we do and say, we would be motivated by love, not self-agenda, not self-promotion, not self-reputation, but love. And I pray this today in Jesus' name. Amen. That's your word for the day.
1: Amen. That's good. That's good. You know, when the word stirs you up like it does uh, in this way, it's interesting to, uh, not interesting, it's important to ask the questions like what Janice is saying. She says she's learning that everything she does, she stop and says, is this lining up with God? Mm. Does it bring him glory oh. or does it just satisfy me? Oh
0: my goodness. There is so much wisdom in that statement, Janice. Wow. That is absolutely the word of the Holy Spirit right now.
1: Yeah. And to sum it up, Tammy says, love like Jesus.
0: Yeah, that's good, guys. Boy, you're getting it. You guys are so wise. You guys have heavenly wisdom just being released today. Bless you all.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, Lynn says her mom was rushed to the hospital this weekend. Her gallbladder is failing. They're doing surgery tomorrow at noon. She reached out to me for the first time since being in Kansas City, telling me she's scared. And Lynn says, I just want to love her like this, learning how to not be a doormat. It's difficult to know our boundaries. You guys, we can't let people um, live in lies. We have to love people enough to, to tell them truth, but we have to honor them enough to be gentle about it and loving and kind. And we also have to be very discerning to know when to release truth. So I'm going to pray right now, Lord, that you would um, be with Cammie. I pray that you would touch the situation with her body and her gallbladder. But Lord, more than anything, I pray that you would come against the fear that she's agreed with, Lord, and that fear would be cast out by your perfect love and that you would fill her with a fresh baptism of your Holy Spirit and peace and joy and comfort and all the things that come with your Holy Spirit. And Father, I pray that you would give Lynn the right words to say and the discernment to know a receptive heart and when to be gentle and kind and when to be firm in love and Lord, I thank you, God, that you're so faithful that we don't have to guess or wonder. We can lean on you in every situation for you are perfect and you don't neglect any detail. And we praise we praise you and we thank you and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Janice says there are people in the church that are still in bondage because of misused love. The church has caused hurt. It's true. But... I thank the Lord that he is a restorer and a healer and he's a freedom bringer from that kind of bondage. So That's right. we got to be careful, guys. Chain we got to be the kind of people that discern how to love and be motivated by love. Ah, oh, thank you, Jesus. Wow. Okay. So what else? Tell me what else is on the agenda?
1: Well, I mean, we've got uh, different directions we could go with this. Well, let me
0: say something. We have neglected your Wheel of History 1980s uh, edition for three episodes. And (laughs) I feel badly about that because you do go to so much trouble to produce such a good show. And you always make sure that we have content, but you never get upset when we, you know, when we're led in another direction. No, no. And whether it's the Lord leading us or your conversation leading us in another direction, direction sometimes things get neglected but you know the word i'm sorry the wheel of history is a great uh topic and i love that how we do that so will you go on and do the wheel of history today i'd be glad to and don't forget the sound effects
1: yeah yeah i I never feel like we're neglecting it by putting god at at the front of the line i mean that's that's just why we're here so um that's uh that's that's easy to hear
0: that tink sorry
1: <laughs> ah yeah all right so let's get some uh, let's get some uh, funky music here as we uh, no, actually you know what we have that a uh, little uh, where, where is it we haven't it's been so long since we've done it I'm not even sure where we're at the
0: wheel of history uh, here we go
1: let's see uh, oh here it is yeah right there's uh, Master Pastor Yoda playing his '80s drum sound effects. There, As we discovered on his drum set <laughs> the other did day. Yeah, that, that was awesome. Yeah, that he's got some of these exact sounds in there. So it was it was really funny. Um, yeah. All right. So we're gonna do uh, the wheel of history, the 1980s edition. Do we have
0: the wheel.
1: Yeah, we do. We'll Roll spin it here in just a second. Okay. We're gonna be talking about categories. Uh, these are gonna be fun ones. And this one is specifically for 1980. I was gonna, we were gonna do this on 1980, and I thought on 81. We'll do some 81s and 82, you know, so on and so forth. But it's um, okay. So these are all things that have to do with the year 1980. All right. All right. So let's uh, let's spin the wheel here. All right.
0: Spinning the wheel. What am my- I?
1: categories today Your categories are toys and games television and entertainment sports and inventions we're gonna do them all aren't we they're pretty short okay and cool. i've said short in the past but yeah short. sometimes we've got 13 that was minutes. not we've, absolutely true i think we've got uh, all right let's yeah.
0: start with toys and games
1: toys and games all right i love this one toys and games the rubik's cube it debuted in 1980 uh, during January at a <laughs> toy fair in London, have you ever tried to work out one of those Rubik's cubes?
0: I am terrible at them. You know what I end up doing is taking the stickers off and putting <laughs> and putting. <laughs> that's that's I
1: what a lot go. of people do. They peel the stickers off. I learned some also too that you can take the cube apart. You can twist them sideways Aww. and pull them apart and rearrange it. You know, but that takes time and you can't do that in front of people and then claim you solved it. All right, so back to this. Uh, the toy had been created by Erno Rubik in the 70s, actually, and it was first patented as the Magic Cube in Hungary in 1975. And this colorful puzzle, you know, it was soon picked up by Ideal Toys to develop the toy for a global market. And after its introduction in early 1980, the Rubik's Cube hit toy stores in May of that year. Wow! And by the following year, it was a huge success, yeah. causing a worldwide craze. Uh, and competitions for who could solve the puzzle the fastest uh, just emerged and still remains popular today. Crazy. I had a little actual working Rubik's Cube keychain. It yeah? was miniature size. Yeah, yeah, I like
0: the little ones too. Yeah. You know, um, everybody either... Is great at it, or they all cheat, yeah. or they just
1: avoid it Janice like me. Is calling out the cheaters. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And but- also, um, it is weird that finger dancing brings everyone joy, but I. <laughs> I'm very good at finger dancing. Also, Ben says he's finally learned the cube, but yeah. he has to use his cheat sheet still. Well, I don't know if it's cheating if you use the cheat sheet. It's cheating if you remove the stickers or take it apart.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right? Yep. I know. I know. I know. Okay.
0: So moving on. Roger
1: also said that was the year that John Lennon was shot and killed. Not on this list, but yes, a, a big uh, oh, historical yeah. thing. Wow. Change the world in all kinds of ways. Wow. All right. So, your next category, let's let's see. You've got uh,
0: television and entertainment, please.
1: Television and entertainment. All right. Spinning that wheel. Here we go. Television and entertainment. In the final scene of the 1979 and 80 season, J.R. Ewing, (gasps) who was played by Larry Hagman, hears a noise outside of his office. He walks out to the corridor to look and is shot twice by an unseen assailant. The episode was titled, A House Divided, was broadcast on March 21st, 1980. I know! And viewers had to wait all summer long between seasons to learn whether Jr. would survive and which of his many enemies was responsible. Now, just to set this up and to watch Melissa squirm a little more, J.R. Ewing was a villain on the series who regularly double his business associates, plotted against his own family, had his wife Sue Ellen committed to a sanatorium so she could he could take custody of their uh, their infant son. Basically, everybody could have done it, right? He he had hardly no friends and everybody was an enemy. And ultimately, in the Who Done It episode, which aired on November twenty first, nineteen eighty, the person who pulled the trigger was revealed to be. Kristen, Kristen Shepard, yeah, that was uh, Jr.'s scheming sister-in-law and mistress, right? Who shot him in a fit in a fit of anger, uh, but he didn't press charges as as Kristen claimed she was pregnant with his child as a result of their affair. Dun dun dun! Wish I had that sound effect. I mean, what about what are your memories of that?
0: I love Dallas. I it's probably not holy, okay, <laughs> but it was the eighties. I love Dallas, and Mom and I would what. Well, on Friday night would watch Dallas and eat popcorn. And so it was kind of a bonding thing. And also uh, Jr. was like the villain you loved, right? He was the villain you loved. It wasn't like, you know, some of the other shows when you're like, he's evil or whatever, but <laughs> all, I just love the entire Dallas cast. It was, it was a lot of fun. And uh, I realized that was a big deal though, because back then you remember, please that we did not have Netflix and we oh, couldn't yeah. binge watch. No internet. You didn't get and an so email about it. we were watching these week
1: to week. Yeah. And
0: then when they would stop, at the season finale, you literally had to wait, and yeah. it was torturous.
1: It was crazy. And, I, and you know, we've told our kids, you know, like they've had it so easy now they can just go watch on YouTube or yeah. whatever. Uh, yeah. Any pick, any Netflix or any streaming on demand yeah, thing. We had crazy. to wait for it. Right. I do you know, know that
0: I'm totally revealing my age and also unholy things, but I don't care. <laughs> it was good. It was it was uh, good. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, All yeah. right. Yeah. Next Roger, category. R- well, Roger
1: oh. has a comment. He said Friday night it was Dukes of Hazzards, Dallas and Falcon Come
0: Christ. on. He yeah. totally had insight to my life. That's yeah. true.
1: Good morning, Chandra. said. She's Shauna, in
0: Maryville, Missouri. We bless you, welcome yep. you, sister.
1: Yep. Yeah. And uh, Lynn says it was weird in her little kid mind to think that the man from *My Dream of Genie* could be so evil. <laughs> <laughs> Just exactly. Totally like, two
0: opposite characters. I Larry can, Hagman was an incredible actor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I could relate Very to cool. that. All Very right. Cool. Spinning the wheel. Here we go.
0: <clears throat> All right. I'm ready for this one. All
1: right. So I know what it's going to be. It's going to be toys and games, and it's television gonna and be entertainment,
0: sports. Sports and you want sports? I really hope it's about baseball.
1: All right, so here you go. It is what you uh, had hoped for, but here's what it's all about. listen to this. It's the 1980 World Series, the Phillies versus the Royals. Yeah. the Phillies defeated the Royals in six games to secure their first World Series championship in franchise history. That's sad. Game six in Philadelphia is significant because it stands as the most watched single game in World Series history. Whoa! With a television audience of almost 55 million viewers. Really? The least watched, guess this, 2020. World Series, Tampa Bay Rays versus the LA Dodgers. What a boring... You'd think during COVID, everybody would have been tuning in. Yeah, but, but it was boring. Uh, and they shortened the season. They had a whole bunch of other reasons it was, why it yeah. was... Anyway, all right. So the Kansas City Royals became the second expansion team and the first from the American League to appear in the World Series. And the Royals entered the league as an expansion team in 1969, okay? And the American League had to wait until 1985 before one of their expansion teams, the Royals, won a World Series. And this was the first of five World Series played entirely on artificial turf. Oh, cool. Out of all the other games that have been played. And this was also the first World Series since 1920, and the most recent, in which neither team had a previous World Series title.
0: Well, that's fun.
1: That's crazy. That's very cool. Yeah, I mean... The, the Royals were in it. It was, uh, you know, yeah, they yeah, didn't we win, did win, but
0: we did better in '85. Roger, you're right. I remember '85. That was the I-70 series, yes. and maybe we'll talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> I love. I, the I love I-70 baseball.
1: series just briefly.
0: Oh, I-70 is um, the highway that the connects interstate. Kansas City, the interstate that connects Kansas City and St. Louis, and that's who played the um, St. Louis Cardinals played the Kansas City Royals, and the Royals won. And they were it was cool because they're only like four hours apart, maybe three and a half. Half hours apart in, in distance, so they're very close, and so it was like a, a, yeah. a, a Governor's Cup matchup because yeah. both of those teams are actually in Missouri. Absolutely, yeah. and talking so.
1: about Cardinals in baseball, Pastor Rick said that the U of L basketball team, the Cardinals, won the NCAA tournament that year.
0: Um, now see, that's big news also yeah. because uh, L's up go cards. Um, <laughs> love my L's. Is it backwards? I don't know how <clears throat> to do it on no, my... I, I'm
1: not sure, but I'm, I, I'm sure it'll be all right. Yep, that's okay. for Louisville. <clears throat> All right. We're spinning it for the last one. Here just we for go. Fun, right?
0: My category pick, Bob, inventions? is going to be inventions.
1: Inventions it is. All right. So here we go with inventions. Who's Bob? I don't know. Post-it notes were invented or released in 1980. Something we take for granted every day. The company that made post-it notes, the 3M Corporation, begins sales of its latest product, uh, invented by Arthur Fry and Spencer Silver. Now, post-it notes are officially introduced into stores during April of 1980. And this product was so innovative, it featured a square yellow notepad that had a lightweight and sticky adhesive strip on the back of each note that made it removable. We all know this now, but think about it. In 1980, we'd never heard of such a thing. The product was created by the 3M Corporation in 1974, but Silver had created the adhesive earlier, and Fry came up with the idea to use it on a note. And then the notes were market-tested in 1978 under the name Press & Peel right? And by 1980, interest in the product increased and they were officially added to shelves in stores across the country.
0: You know, what's interesting about this product and this tip or this piece of uh, trivia information is that it's, they're totally going out of style because everything is moving digital quickly. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you know, I used to use um, post-it notes for everything in the little strips where, you know, you would have people sign here and, about and, that? and, and, and I've got digital year.
1: post-it notes on my computer. Right. right. And
0: so, but now, I mean, I used to buy them uh, frequently and yeah. now, cause I've always, you know, I've done a lot of office work obviously. And so now it's like, uh, hardly even use them because everything is digital, <laughs> but I, I enjoy post-it notes and I still do them occasionally, especially when I am adding a, to a sermon or an outlet line and it's something that is specific for one service.
1: I thought I was getting post-it notes. No, those aren't sticky. They don't though. have sticky. They're just pieces of paper. <laughs>
0: Which are worthless? Yeah. I mean, I guess they're fun and colorful.
1: which which raises the ab- absolute uh, approval of sticky notes of being able to have something to, to yeah st- to stick it to something because otherwise it's just a little piece I of love paper. Bob and, Barker. Did you know, know
0: he's still alive, Lynn? Bob Barker is still alive. <laughs> That's true. Oh, true information. Yeah. All right, let's finish up with a getting to know you. Can you guys choose a number? He, ben says post this out of style. Not with this IT guy. I'm lost without him.
1: Right. Ben, I know.
0: you're you're so cool.
1: I understand. I Okay, totally get Shauna
0: it. says she homeschools, so it's post its are useful for them. Yeah, we homeschool also, but we are pretty digital with our homeschool.
1: All right.
0: Okay, here we Very go. Good. Here we go.
1: So Here's the deal: pick a number between one and two hundred, and and, uh, we will choose the question of getting to know you randomly chosen by you.
0: First number that pops up, we're going to ask your question, and then we're going to answer it each other, and then we want you guys to answer it and weigh in. So this isn't just getting to know Terry and Melissa; it's getting to know all of us. Okay? Yeah. So here we go.
1: Old fogies are awesome because they keep Judy's saying old fogies are awesome because they keep companies viable.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to step on you. Yeah. And Judy, that was funny. <laughs> All right, 123, number 123. 123. 123.
1: Let's see where 123 yeah. is. All right, let's see. All right. And uh, let's oh. see. Oh, it's one of those. uh It's, it's, yeah. it's a two part one. All right. These
0: are like interview questions because, yeah, really. and I don't like, you're supposed to, we're supposed to be a humble people. So. Okay, so
1: change it how you want. Here's no, the question. No what is something you do better than most people and something you do worse than most people i don't think that's an interview question i right. would never ask that let as me an start interview.
0: with the thing i do pretty poorly i am not a very good dancer although i enjoy doing it it's really not for other people to watch it's really a form of entertainment as a comedic entertainment okay so i'm a very poor dancer there's a lot of things i do not do well what is something that i do better than most people I don't like that question. I don't know. I don't know. I don't well, like I know,
1: it. I know there's conflict. Here's the conflict. In the word, it says to not think better of ourselves than others. That's
0: exactly right.
1: However, I'm going to call out the gold in you and I'll do it for you. You hear the voice of the Lord better than anybody that I know oh. because you're listening to him and in an obedience. You're able to speak that out and give that as truth to those who need it in oh an appropriate time. I know you'd never say that about yourself, but... That's something that I think that you do better Mm -hmm. than a lot of people I know.
0: Oh, my gosh. Thank you. You're welcome. And Janice says, I'm the best finger dancer. You're the best finger dancer. Thank you, Janice.
1: Yes. And she also said intercession. Um, See?
0: Thank you, guys. You You guys are too kind. All right. Let me call the gold out in you. Okay. You are the best encourager, hands down, of anyone I've ever met. You make everyone around you feel like a million bucks, literally. You don't even know them, and they feel like a million bucks when they've been in your presence because you represent Jesus so well. Well, That is the truth.
1: Yeah. Something I'm not really good at, staying consistent on just general things that are probably five things you should do every day. (laughs) That list was for me. It wasn't just for you guys. Uh, All right. So here's what
0: you guys say. Uh, Roger says, I comment on talk shows. You decide if it's good or bad. That's funny. Um, All right. Okay. So let's get to another one. That one makes me uncomfortable. Number 54. 54.
1: Number 54. All right. So 54, Janice says, let's see here. Number 54. All right. Uh, (laughs) Wow. Okay. Here's number 54. What do you wish was illegal are you ready yes what do you wish was illegal rude
0: criticisms and comments on social media i wish that the minute you posted them you were fined like a thousand dollars so people would stop being so hateful
1: yeah yeah I, i would have to agree that is a really good one that i i think of all the things that i could think of um something that everybody thinks is okay. And as, as we get closer and closer to Jesus return, I understand it's going to get worse before it gets better, but that is right. such a thing. I I'm, I'm perturbed if that's okay to use that word at, at the point of when I hear people or read that people say things they would probably never say right. to anybody in right. person.
0: All right. Here's your guys's idea. First of all, uh, Scott has some best skills. He has got good social skills and anything administrative. He's not that great at, um, here is you guys think is illegal. Talking on the phone while driving says Janice. Good one. It it should be illegal if it's not. In some
1: states it is. and right. They still don't. Scott Cooksey
0: says shredded jeans should be <laughs> illegal, <laughs> especially for some of us who should not be showing any skin. Correct. Uh-huh. Um, what pu- some people wear at Walmart yeah, should be can, illegal. I would show agree with that, on one that one, one. too. Yeah. yeah. Driving slow in the fast lane should right? be illegal. Pastor okay. Rick, you guys have great ideas on this one. <laughs> this is good. You know what? When it when I first saw that one, I thought it was what. Did did you do that was illegal and I thought oh, oh, oh. oh okay. so I'm really glad that we're not going there <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: good one yeah. alright we Hold are at adi- oh
1: are we out of time I was gonna, I was gonna say you got time for just one All more alright do I, one more I wanted to see here uh how, how it lays out real quick I'm it's looking ahead number at some 52 questions. no number yeah, yeah oh. I think that's the one we're gonna choose okay yeah it saggy was the next pants. one in order Pastor
0: Roger says he wish, wishes saggy pants were illegal
1: <laughs> oh saggy pants yeah alright so on the what ground. uh let's see and i said 52 oh. yeah <laughs> yeah
0: i said this is not a confessional melissa praise the lord <laughs> you guys uh no i'm not comfortable with that moving right. on
1: number 52 what is the most amazing natural occurrence you've witnessed
0: oh my goodness uh like an active occurrence like a tornado or a hurricane or natural something Natural occurrence is what it says You know I don't know I haven't really I've seen some whoppers of a storm you guys I mean we're from Kansas we've seen some crazy stuff I would say um, the most natural amazing natural occurrence is I have seen one of the worst ice storms that absolutely debilitated Kansas and my part of Northeast Kansas for days Um, but it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen because I'd never seen that thick of ice that much ice Um, that covered everything. It was absolutely glorious and gorgeous at the same time as it was scary and debilitating.
1: Wow. I think if it's a a, a natural occurrence, um, watching a child be born. For those of us who have experienced that, it's amazing. I mean, just the whole process to think... Uh, it all comes up to one moment, and that's just the beginning. That's the end of the the pregnancy, but it's the beginning of life outside of the womb that helps us understand that we've got a bigger job than what we thought we had. Wow.
0: well i will say that did change you it did change you didn't it for sure wow that's good okay here we go the most amazing natural occurrence that you guys have witnessed is um niagara falls Falls, times two very Mm -hmm. good judy and roger said that yeah amazing sunrises and sunsets janice has seen all over the world yes Master Pastor Yoda says the grand prismatic spring at Yellowstone. Wow. Okay. I want to go see that now. Um, That's cool. Okay. The ice storm in 2002, she was, uh, Lynn said she agreed. Uh, Martina watching someone be delivered that has been bound down and kept for years or delivered from an addiction. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Scott Cooksey says, we've talked about this multiple times on this show, the moon bow at Cumberland falls. Scott, I cannot wait to see that one day. Yeah. Um, Mary Kay says, yes, the Birth of a child.
1: Birth of a child. And I think oh, in 2002, uh, Lynn was saying she was pregnant with Raylan. Oh,
0: Ray I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Very good. All right, you guys, that's it. That's all. That's all we've got time for today. Our time, time went so, so fast because you guys make this show so fun. I love you. I love your interaction. I love your wisdom. I've been encouraged by you speaking the Holy spirit today. Thank you so much. We love you. I hope you feel encouraged and I hope you know how much you are loved by a good God and your friends, Terry and Melissa.
1: Amen. Thursday night live is going to be this Thursday night, uh, Lord willing. And, uh, I'm sure we're going to we're gonna do everything we can to make it because last Thursday we didn't get to do it, uh, but we sure missed y'all. So we're looking forward to it. And uh, we're going to get some more short stuff uh, re, um, put out Edited, this week. Yeah, right. we've got some things to edit and, and send your way. So if you haven't already subscribed on our website, go to thegoodmorningshow.tv and click on, or you'll see it right at the top and you can subscribe to notifications, subscribe to the birthday club, all that kind of stuff at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. We're looking forward to seeing you Thursday night. That's 9 p.m. Eastern time. Oh, and our, our announcement. We forgot <sighs> to announce on Saturday morning. Big announcement morning, on Saturday, Saturday morning. morning. We're,
0: we're moving back an hour to 1030. We're not going to start at 930 Eastern or 830 Central. We're going to start at 1030 Eastern and make all of our times a little bit more congruent. So every Monday morning at 1030 Eastern and every Saturday morning at 1030 Eastern. That's
1: right. Starting this, next, this coming Saturday. I right. love
0: you guys. Thanks for tuning in.
1: Bless you guys. Have a great week and go see the gold and call it out in somebody. All right. See ya.
0: Thanks for tuning into the good morning show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages and drop us a line at our website, the Thanks for listening.